Yes. Call us Begin in. Beginning of Act Two. Okay. So you guys uh, share a, a chuckle, a laugh, some bloody water splashes in each other's mouths with the mineral sulfur bloody taste. And you realize that's not very fun, really. <laughs> and uh, is there anything else you guys w w want to do in, in the spring before you go? Or are we g getting out uh, very cold, <laughs> um, putting on your dry clothes and going down the hour long track <laughs> in the freezing now with hot water on you. Uh, I think I'm good. I'm good. Sounds good. Between Earp's hardy dwarvenness, Annie's resistant to cold, and Norwin's fire with <laughs> flame he'll do constantly, though he does lack cheese to make it proper raclette. Um, no, I'm going to go full fur form <laughs> and go uh, oh. do my best feather oh, in the wind yeah. cosplay. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you alter self and you actually develop <laughs> little furs and you kind of have this like fur coat. On your... hmm, not bad. So, so cold. So cold. So cold. So cold. <laughs> you guys press down 45 minutes, 50 minutes or so and when next you, you pass through where we are on the, the map right now, this um, major residential area of Dornburg, um, there's a lot of bodies on the, on the ground there, as, as you can all see. And many of them have been collected now. All, a lot of the sons have been collected in, in a pile in the center, um, what they're gonna do with them. Unsure, burning them would be nice, but that's gonna be a big fire. <laughs> Um, throwing them down the chasm sounds good, but yeah, the smell. So they'll figure it out, but right now they're just collecting everything and they're taking what's of worth. If nothing else, they can sell things and try to recoup. If nothing else, they're arming themselves. You see um, men that were not part of the you know, scrap heat here and women and whatever else are being handed out, short swords and shields and helms and spears. Like the entire, not the entire town, but a good number of the town is kind of arming themselves um seems like they've gone you guys actually as you're coming down past the baron's estate you see that that there are people who have re returned there maybe to their original homes um perhaps not and they're taking things from what they within that um those downstairs well nobody goes into the estate itself but basically it seems like homes and and locations where the sons have been staying are being ransacked by the likeful rightful owners of some of these things and now to the victor goes these these spoils not that they're much of the victors in this case they're moment of chaos organized looting i guess is what i would say they're looting things that are worth something be it food or weapons or blankets or whatever else <laughs> obviously the sons don't need them anymore and they very well could um you do see Weaver is still there. You don't see a son or um, daughter-in-law or granddaughter, probably there, wherever the hell they, they all went. You do see T um, Tobias, that like bald uh, um, guy who, who was chatting with, um, who kind of saved Weaver and brought him somewhere. Um, but Weaver's doing, people respect him still after all this time um, being in prison for speaking out against them. And you do see that Darbellos has returned as well. And it's kind of just standing overseeing Things, making sure chaos does not not reign. So as you guys come down, you uh, see him, and you, you just see all of this. Is there anything you want to do in this location? You're just gonna 
cleave on through and go to the empty bottle. Any new sons that need to be taken care of? Uh, not that you see. In the bottle it is. Rest our weary heads. I will go and let Darbellos know what that, that's what we're going to do. Right. Actually, I think I'll come with you. Yeah. Did, did you find anything else of note in the last couple hours? No. Not really. Nothing we didn't tell you about. Kind of surveying the area. We just cleaned, as you can see. I see that. Very wet still. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good for you. Right. I think you miss a spot in here. And a blood that's like in your hair here vanishes. He goes, that, that will help a little bit, as there's still specks of blood, kind of. You know, you can't get mm-hmm. all of it without having mm-hmm. to scope and scrub, mm-hmm. scrub brushes. So. I'm going to lean into him real creepy, like with a, with, a, with a smile and be like, what if I liked that there? Uh, and he <laughs> soils it. He can soil it. It's not blood, but it's just like dirt. Seems it looks looks the exact same. And I'm gonna give him a relatively hard, like, what's supposed to be played off as kind of a joking shove, but it's it's rough. <laughs> Dead. Made me think that there's probably like a service somewhere where there's just a bunch of low level mages that just do like prestidigitation baths on people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about how <clears throat> cantrips alone would change the entire world, you know? Yeah. Things like, yeah, it, 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 mending and prestidigitation oh, are like the two big ones. Yeah. Or just one guy whose job it is to cast light every hour or every 10 minutes or however long it lasts it's an hour he's just, he's just like mm-hmm. yawns and he's like oh that's right light mm-hmm. that's, his, that's his entire mm-hmm. job elves man mm-hmm. all right you guys head your way south through here um Darbellos along with you having some chit chats people give you wide birth as you're walking through but they do whisper and digesture and at some point some children now now that it's actually morning proper um people are out and about and doing this stuff like some people for, for themselves slept through all this chaos and are like time for doing the minds what the fuck so <laughs> the longer that time goes on the more people come out the more chaos it is you guys are kind of happy to divest yourself of that and so is Darbellus. he's like well weaver seems like he has it in order although i think it would be proper for that mm, the Baron to come down and say his piece, but maybe we'll let the town deal with their own issues at first. Makes sense. Last thing that we want to do is be outside is trying to tell them what they need to do. On the con- on the contrary, Norm, that's my entire job. <laughs> to say is that the whole reason we're here? Also, they were begging for us to do that last night. Yes, yes, yes. Who's gonna protect us? Who's gonna do this? I'll take I'll take care of most of that at least. Well, I'll see what the archlocker says at the very least. But see that you do. Yes. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
and you find your way curving around to your right is the um, bunker um, basement where you, you had initially encountered Horus the Hormonger, but you curve your way left and you, after another short jaunt, you do find the broken or the, the empty bottle. Mm -hmm. And now there is a woman um, working there. Got to remember who it was. Yes, that there is a an, an older woman there with with golden hair and ringlets that just look like they haven't been done in like a few days. So they're getting you know flat and whatever else. And she's there and she's slapping the young boy that was there in the back of the, of the head. Ow! Ow! What did I tell you about? Drinking on the job. He's like, I wasn't drinking. I wasn't drinking. She holds up a bottle. Like it's this. It's still. It's still full. Ma, it's look. It's still full. You think I don't know the color? You set it right next to one. That's the same damn thing unopened. You see, one is very dark brown. One is lighter brown. And like ah, the old fill it with water trick. She shakes it and she slaps him back the head. Ow! Get 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 out! Get out! Okay, okay. Oh, Ma, these are these these are the these are the the people with the rooms. Oh, well, very nice to see you there. My name is Hilda Brockenstreet. Hilda. Yes, I, I, I understand from my son that you um, came in late last night or, or early early this morning and procured two rooms. Correct. That is correct. Feel free, enjoy. Uh, breakfast will be served. We don't get a lot of uh, travelers through here. She kind of looks you all up and down and goes, Ah, I heard some hubbub. Bub. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, breakfast will be ready. Um, eggs and sausage, ham. In due time, she's kind of just like looking you all up and down. She kind of went into like, oh, we haven't had uh, you know guests in a while too. Oh, these are the people that came in and killed like forty-eight people. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more like sixty-eight. Really thinking about it. <laughs> okay, put back on that on that smile. Guests, so eggs, sausage, ham, fresh bread, two days old. Everything you got, no meat. Let us rest first. Uh, some some meat for some of us, but it's no fine. meat for some of us. Yes. Well, come on down when you want it. We'll, we'll we're serving all day. Sounds good. Thank, Thank you. you. And as we walk past, I will say to the son, "Be careful about drinking on the job. Otherwise, he'll end up like him and point at Earth." Oh, he looks at the the booze like. Drink more now. <laughs> awesome. I'm also going two to. Swords. Two I'm going swords. To, <laughs> I'm going to grab a bottle on my way up, make sure it's the right color, and then just keep going. You know, or if that stuff did not taste good, if it's does it look like the same stuff I had ordered? This is not. No. Okay. This perfect. is this is not. This is a brown, uh, or a bottle of brown, brown liquid. Then I will not warn you. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um but hilda does go um uh, excuse me that's actually one of our finest vintages and darbellos goes ah, ah it's fine and he puts on a platinum how much is a banana anyways 
It might be <laughs> two platinum. I don't know the rate, but I'm sure they had to ship it out here. Right. Is it two platinum? And Hilda just goes, yep. Uh, well, it's... I'm eight, behind him going... It's, it's eight. It's 18 gold, in fact. And he goes, oh, I don't carry gold. <laughs> he puts on a second <laughs> platinum. And she goes, thank you very much for your patronage. <laughs> As we're already <laughs> up the stairs. Annie and... Uh, Bellos follow up. Bellos, as he's walking next to you, next to you, Annie, up up the stairs, trailing behind the other two, he goes, "The bottle probably wasn't too platinum, was it?" No, it was eighteen gold. (laughs) Foil. We'll walk up. Um. You three got one bedroom for the three of you, and it's actually the largest bedroom here. What would be considered, it'd be a more expensive one. Um, and Darbellos has a one right next to you that's like a single bed. They're all single beds, but at least this one is like a nice king size um, bed here and any chest and the vanity and all that stuff. Still, there were broken bottle. The, the empty bottle is quite run down. Um, so when I say nice, the nicest room does not hold a candle to anything that you guys ha- ha- have been in as of late um, in mm-hmm. a long, long time. But it's very, very serviceable, and the bed looks comfy enough, despite the, the moth-eaten covers and rug. Mm-hmm. Right. Bellos, uh, as you guys, as, as Andy uses her key and opens it up, he says, right, sleep well, and he goes to the door next to you and opens that one up. Uh, all right. Well, I guess down to business. Anyone else want any clothing mended? Um, probably. I've got a couple holes in these. I guess my armor is pretty magical. I guess would that still have holes in it that need to be mended? Your chainmail? Mm-hmm. The druidic chainmail? No, that was that that. Fixes it itself. If it does, okay. fix it itself. But your actual clothing over, mm-hmm. over it probably has tears. But it's hard for adventurers to keep their clothing tear free unless you have mending Rich or needles. magic mending needles. Uh, yeah, I suppose if you've got those magic needles, I'm sure needles. any remnant of a shirt I have is in shreds. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, big axe and all the other crap and arrows all crazy and great swords. Yeah, so yeah. I need a new shirt because I've been half naked this entire night. How's right. that different than any other night? But yes, we'll look. Mm-hmm. More than sometimes. Yeah, I, I think as as long as we have enough of the, the raw materials, it can, over the course of a short rest, it can make a shirt or clothing. Yeah. Wow. Yep. <coughs> Neat. I will put my needles to work the full night on all of the clothing. Yep. They start doing all that in the corner. It's a very rhythmic sound that will make all your sleep easily enough. Even though the town is going to be awake now that your guys' schedules are totally flip-flopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you did fly for like seven hours before fighting and whatnot for, you know, three. So... 
while it's not bedtime, it's you're pretty tired <laughs> just from physical exertion and, and whatnot here. It's been about 15 hours or 16 hours or so. Maybe 15. Yeah, and you know how you like when your sleep cycle's off, you don't feel completely rested anyways. So like, yeah. that's what I always think. Yeah. Your now body's going to force you to get back on schedule. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah. The town is hustling and bust, so it's nice to have the little clicky clacks of the, the weaving needles to help lull you to sleep. Meanwhile, there's we, people probably coming in the tavern and... Are we doing a dome? Yep. I think we should just yeah. always do a dome from here on out. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh -huh. Yep. I would put Icky on watch, too. Well, she's doing the putting up the dome. Well, I would, but you don't have Icky right now. Oh, I don't have Icky. That's right. She says this, then goes, Icky, <laughs> realizing he's not there, looks at Norwin. You stay outside of the dome tonight. That's fair. Good night. Good night. No, come into terrible, the dome. <laughs> terrible chill. I don't know which of you I fear more. <laughs> and um, the, the dome is big enough that um, parts of it will extend through <clears throat> the walls, in fact. Mm -hmm. So it's funny. Just sort of a funny, you know, people who are outside be like, what the <clears throat> hell is that? Or like, like in, in a dark <laughs> Bell's room, he just sees like a like a like a portion of the dome extending into his like you're encroaching <laughs> the door to the the, the the actual door to the room can't even be got to right now because there's a dome <laughs> like in front of it so just get into the dome while I build it <laughs> I'm He's building my own dome <laughs> <laughs> you see part of you see part of his dome <laughs> on yours do they overlap in a section that neither of us can access? <laughs> it's the Venn diagram. The Venn domogram. <laughs> the Venn domogram. Uh, yeah, while Annie's putting up the dome, I'll identify one item. So, uh, you got two barbed, large barbed spears. You have the, the, the double-sided axe. You have the um, jacks for flaming... Uh, um, double-sided axe, you have Jack Jr.'s single-sided more halberd axe, you have the ring, you have the dragon the armor. armor, you have uh. Paxton's um, <laughs> thing, you have a ton of shit, you have a couple hours to do. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, anybody have a favorite? Oh, you have the, the um, golden cleaver that that, that was, was in the skull's um, or the skeleton's hand. That, that's what he used to kill himself, if that means anything. That might be interesting to know about right away. Theoretically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's let's learn about the golden cleaver. Okay. So I will take my 10 minutes on that. Well, Annie is that's the needles to work and focuses on her dome. You put out your, your, your book and start chanting over the golden cleaver. Touch, touch it. Light comes to your eyes, channels down, it glows green, and as the green glow around the cleaver subsides, so does the green glow around your eyes. Let mm. me send you a picture on stock. Because I do have sheets right here if you wanted me to read one. Yeah, those are for the other things. Ah. 
not not the yeah you have things that were gotten before the um black box okay so anything from jack or jack jr paxton you you, you have sounds good but since we're thing in the box you get the thing in the box what's in the box man it's my dick in a box <laughs> <laughs> conversation a real punch in the dick <laughs> Now the 14 or eight. <laughs> All right, Stephen, sending you a picture right now. Okay, I'm going over to Slack. Over to Slack. Over to Slack. Okay. I hope can 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 you see it? Yep. Okay, it's all blurry to me for whatever reason. But good. Yeah, it, it, I can read it clearly. Perfect. While while Norman is doing that, or if anything that you want to do, I would just be trying to meditate. Since I was told to look inward, and I've had a very active night with a very angry someone, we think it'd be a good idea to sit down. Roll a wisdom check. I haven't been that angry. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Peace is hard to find right now. Better than your earliest attempts, at least. But the peace that you have sort of become accustomed to or you're trying to achieve from Mujarib's sort of vibing on him, as opposed to you like to channel him sometimes for calm, but right now you can't you try and kind of channel Hugh sort of cocky you, you know joking around around attitude or Shivers's calm confidence demeanor but you, you can't right now when you think inwards and you meditate you just your heart begins to beat quickly and you kind of feel that little taste of blood a little bit of bile in the back of your throat rising like he's 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 there just under the under the surface at any point in time, and that bloodlust just makes you. And you're not sure, like you said to Annie and, and Norwin during your collective bath, you're not sure how much of it really is him, or how much of it is you, which is harkens back to what the Raven Queen's vision showed you when you first entered Fate's palace it's an odd thing to come to to grips to as you wrestle with that thought but unfortunately peace simply does not come to you not this time that's good it's good the dome is up hey on that side of the wall, <laughs> Marwin, you understand what this cleaver is? Oh. Mm. Well, that's interesting. It is a, um, I guess, a standard kind of hand axe that you can kind of see. It requires attunement by somebody of your prowess, Raphael. 
I would say. This cleaver seems to um, have a bloodlust of its own that um, adds to, fuels one's rage and will, it seems, do some extra harm uh, while you're angry. Above table, <laughs> essentially. I love, I love watching you try and. Wow, angry. It will hurt more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But just to, to spare you all, like several minutes of Norwin's cadence while reading this. Basically, this elaborate uh, cleaver channels your bloodlust and adds to your barbarian rage damage rolls. Uh, damage rage damage bonus, even while thrown while you're raging, you gain a plus two uh, bonus to attacks made with this magic weapon. Weapon. In addition, once on each of your turns while you're raging and you hit a creature with a ranged attack with this weapon, you can choose another creature within 20 feet of the first creature, which the axe magically launches itself towards. The creature takes an uh, equal amount of damage as the first, unless it is uh, successfully made a, make a DC 16 dexterity saving throw. Immediately after making a ranged attack, the weapon flies back to your hand. So, it is um, interesting. But, there you go. Mm. That is interesting. Maybe I'll play with that in the morning. Tomorrow? Today? Later. Honestly, it's all fine. Yep. I'm just going to down a whole bunch of that bottle. Just <laughs> later. Yeah. I'm take the bottle and I down a lot of it too. Okay. Mm-hmm. You want to identify anything else, Norwin? It sounds like your companions are putting themselves to sleep. Yeah, I think we'll sleep and then identify the rest of them when we wake up. Good. Is is everybody going to rest then? Mm-hmm. Or do we want to take watches? You do have Strip Nine that can watch too, if you want to. Strip Nine, I, I watch think we out for. Sh- we should take watches if, in case there's anybody who does anything stupid. True. That is fair. How much case, fun as that would be. In which case, I can take the first watch and continue my identifications. Sounds good. You can wake me up next. Right. I'll take last. Sounds good, then. <clears throat> and I will continue my identifications. Right, then. I'm going to send you two more now, then. And then the other ones will wait until Annie's awake and just so Rachel actually you don't have to wait wait, wait until Annie's awake. Um Rachel can read them to you if you want. Okay. I can. There's a lot of good, so I'm not sure if you guys collectively want to spend time in session reading reading through all of them, or if you want to do that off session. It's up to you guys. I I know how exciting new new, new toys can be. New toys mm-hmm. are fun. It's up to you guys as a group. Do you want to go through a- and read all of them, or do you want to do that off offline? Up to you. I'll read them, and then yeah. you can also yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to. It's kind of fun sharing. Yeah, that's yeah. Like we can go through them, and then 
talk about any ones that we're really interested in and post them all and look at them in depth later. I think that's the best sure. way to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Take yeah, it away, man. Rach. Yeah, go ahead. Do we want weapons first or outfits first? Wherever or just to... whatever I pull? Yeah, put, there you go. Okay. Rando. Yeah, she hasn't looked at any of these. She just has not. them all face down on a hunter desk. Yeah. Good restraint. Let's do this one. Ooh, scorching cleaver. Mm. Weapon. I, I remember that. <laughs> Great axe. Very rare. Requires attunement. You gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. The axe holds up to 10 charges and regains 2d4 plus 2 expended charges after three days pass without expending a charge. As long as there is at least one charge remaining, attacks made with it deal an extra 1d8 fire damage to any target it hits. Each time you roll a 20 on an attack roll with it, you may regain 1d4 charges. It also has Erupting Slash. When you take the attack action on your turn, you can replace any attack with an Erupting Slash. Expend up to three of the weapon's charges to slash there in front of you. When you do this, a line of flame five feet wide and 30 feet long erupts from the blade. Each creature must make a dex saving throw or take 1d8 fire damage per charge spent, or half the damage if they save. So it's the thing Jack did. Mm -hmm. If you expend all of the weapons remaining charges in this way, the Inferno deals an extra 3d8 fire damage. Mm -hmm. The DC for this saving throw is equal to 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus the number of charges spent. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Cool, 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 cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. Any mm -hmm. flammable object caught in the blaze that isn't being worn or carried is ignited. Oh, yeah. All right. The estate is burning down, I just realized. <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> I'll counter I'll deal with it. Counter is sitting there going, this is fine. I'm fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm better. <laughs> mm -hmm. Red dragon scale armor. Mm. Red dragon scale plate armor is made of the scales of a red dragon. While wearing this armor, you gain a plus one bonus to AC. You have advantage on saving throws against the frightful presence and breath weapons of dragons, and you have resistance to fire damage. Additionally, you can focus your senses as an action to magically discern the distance direction to the closest dragon within 30 miles of you that is the same type as this armor, so red. Mm -hmm. This special action can, can't be used again until dawn the next day. Hmm. Interesting. I'm just gonna go is that the ring? That, or is that a separate thing? We'll find out. Separate thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, and this so that is that is armor. That's just yep. plus one. So it's usually like what sixteen, but it's actually seventeen. Uh, this is I. Eight, that's eighteen. It's it's supposed to be plate armor. I think I forgot to put the word plate in the. In it the, says the title. armor plate. Very rare yeah. requires attunement. It says okay, armor. Plate. It says plate in it two spots, but not the big fucking words on top. So it's actually nineteen AC. Right there. Mm -hmm. There so you go. Essentially, what Esquire <clears throat> had, but better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Much much more. That's like it sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Mm Lesser scorching cleaver. Mm. That's this what Jack Jr. had? It is, with the short end and then the big end. Mm -hmm. And has a reach of 10 feet. Six charges and regains one D4 plus two expended after three days without, so like its father. And then 
Um, it doesn't do the wall of flame, but you can expend a charge to cause the blade to burst a light with flame, which deals an additional 2d8 fire damage on the hit. Mm-hmm. It's essentially a a six times you can do a worse um, divine smite. Again, it requires attunement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Divine smite, you can hit and and then decide to use it. Here, you have to decide to use it. And even if you miss the attack, it's still used. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this one's just rare. Is it, Rachel? Yep, just rare. It's not okay. as good as the scorching cleaver. It's a lesser scorching cleaver. Similar, but makes different. sense. Mm-hmm. Then we have. Windswept Wyvern Plate, which is armor, oh. half plate, rare, mm-hmm. requires attunement. This was the wa- stuff worn by Jack Jr., which you never even saw what it did. Mm-hmm. Okay. This half plate <laughs> armor seems to Old grow person. lighter when you inhale. You can hold your breath at any point to both lighten the armor and quiet its clattering, negating the normal disadvantage on dex checks imposed by half plate armor. In addition, if you fall while wearing this, you can hold your breath as a reaction to cast the Feather Fall spell, targeting only yourself at will. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You're basically a Kirby. <laughs> you can fall and then... Then <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> we have Winter's Embrace, which was what the one walking through the... Paxton. Paxton. Armor breastplate rare requires attunement. Attunement. This frosty breastplate and first set is enchanted to keep its wear at a constant, comfortable temperature. While wearing this armor, you have resistance to cold and fire damage and ignore difficult terrain created by ice or snow. Hmm. In addition, you can cast the Sleet Storm spell, save DC 16, using the armor. When cast in this way, the spell is centered on your location and you are immune to its effects. Once this property of the armor has been used, it can't be used again for three days. Okay. And then I think this is the one you were waiting for. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm curious about. Quick change ring. It's mm-hmm. a ring. Mm-hmm. Rare. Requires attunement. What's your quick change? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This ring grows and shrinks to fit its wearer, but always seems slightly large for the finger it's on. The oh, ring has sucks. an extra dimensional space inside it dedicated to carrying armor. You can magically bind one set of unworn light, medium, or heavy armor to this extra dimensional space over the course of one hour by resting the ring on top of the armor. Only one suit of armor can be bound to the ring's space. Binding a second suit breaks the bond with the first one, causing it to be forced from the extra dimensional space and appear in an unoccupied space within five feet. Hmm. While wearing the ring, you're considered to be within 100 feet of any armor stored inside its space. While wearing this ring, you can use an action to speak its command word and touch a suit of bound armor, even if you're wearing it, to shunt it into the ring's extra dimensional space. Speaking the command word again while the armor is in the space causes you to magically don the armor, adjusting to fit you as needed, or causes it to appear at your feet, your choice. If you're already wearing a suit of armor when you don one in this way, the bound armor appears at your feet instead. If the armor would magically prevent you from doffing it, this property of the ring has no effect. Hmm. Interesting. Just like Iron Man. 
So you have to attune the ring and the armor, or does the armor take over the attunement of the ring when you... Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a pretty niche use thing, but Mm -hmm. could be useful in the right, if you want to, you know, in the right circumstance, you just have a ring, then all of a sudden, boom, you're wearing red dragon plate armor. Mm -hmm. Never, never too far away from protection. But it does require untunement for it, and if you have really good armor... That's two attunement slots just for the armor. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it would be great if you're planning on going to a place where you don't want to be presented with armor. Or theoretically, we could spell stitch it with something else, couldn't we? If you have another, uh, uh, another ring, especially, that would make it easier, yeah? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a ring, but I think that, that makes it, you know, the DC. Yeah, I was like, I forget all the rules, but like, yeah. I know like a ring's easiest, but like. Same material, same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, honestly, that'd yeah. be pretty good. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. my point being is this ring only holds armor, right? Yeah. Yes. Would there be a way to change that via spell stitching, or would it always still just always hold armor? It probably would always be armor. Okay. I was yeah. like, I didn't know if like we could change it where it could like hold something else where it's like <laughs> surprise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Giant monkey. <laughs> yeah. Been in there for days. <laughs> I choose you, Darbellus. Yes. <laughs> Gotta catch some all inquisitors. <laughs> Based on your limited understanding of what spell stitching can do, it seems like it would it would still be the same effect. It's just mm-hmm. putting it on something else. But you never know. Got it. You have a no, no, no. good idea. That's pretty cool. cool. Al can do crazy shit. I know. Mm-hmm. Is anything else on your pile? Or is that all of, all of the... That's all of them. Okay. And in which case, so what the two that I just got here was the spear. And I assume this is both of them, then. Yeah, there's two of them. They're both <coughs> the exact same. Okay. Is the Sky Anchor, which is a weapon, spear. It's rare. Um, it says, this large uh, barbed spear was designed uh, to hunt and trap flying creatures. This magic weapon has a normal throwing range equal to double your strength score and maximum range equal to quadruple your strength score. When you hit a ranged uh, attack with this weapon, a magical chain extends from the spear to the point on the ground within five feet of you. The spear remains lodged there in the target for up to a minute. Uh, during this time, the target can't move farther away from uh, the point uh, at each end, at the end of each of its turns, the target is pulled 10 feet closer to the point and object that weighs more than 4,000 pounds can't be pulled in this way. Uh, a creature can use his action to make a DC 15 strength check, uh, dislodging the spear from itself or another target within its reach on success. When the, tr- the spear is dislodged, it deals 2d8 piercing damage to the target as it is freed and immediately pulled back to the point. The m- magical chain disappears once it is then disappears. Once this property has been used, it cannot be used uh, again until the next dawn. And we've got two of those. It does not, not require attunement, it looks like, unless that was a mistake. Nope, it does not require attunement. It can only be used cool. once a day. Yep. For well, that specific purpose. Yep. Makes sense. Just if, to make we're sure. he- if we're headed east where there was just a couple of dragons burning shit down, yeah. these may come in handy. It's kind of like having some free uses of Skyra, um Earthbind, which is what I tried to do on Darby that one time. Mm. So, or something, maybe not Darby. But yes, and the second one is uh, Giant Slayer, 
which is a axe. It's rare. Um, it's this big old axe. Uh, you, I think this was also in the, the tomb, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, you gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls with this magic weapon. Uh, when you hit a giant with it, the giant takes an extra 2d6 damage of the weapon's type and must exceed a DC 15 strength saving throw or fall prone. For the purpose of using this weapon, giant refers to any creature with a giant type, inc- uh, including ends and trolls. And so that does not also require to. It's basically the cousin to your long sword, or to your great, great sword, the dragon slaying great sword. Wait, it doesn't require attunement? Mm-mm. That's phenomenal. It's just like your greatsword. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because so, um, if, if, you, if you piece together what the, what the poem, the, the inscription outside the box said, it mentioned entrapped a, like the dragon knight, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think about that. Be fighting giants. You have sky anchors that could be used, as Earth very intelligently said, against dragons. You have a giant slaying thing that mm-hmm. might help you guys place a timeline for how old this thing really is. Very fucking old. When giants were fighting dragons. Mm-hmm. Or when small folk were doing both. Yeah, I was going to say, and the free folk were caught in the middle. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dragon failing a DC 15 strength saving throw. <laughs> uh, I guess it could happen. Yeah. Uh, the thing about the Scott about the, the Skyanker is you, you make a very good point. Any dragon is gonna, gonna be able to make this have the, the, the saving throw, but it does one take their action mm-hmm. to escape from it, and two, you can only escape from one grapple at a, at a time. And it's fair. So imagine an an era where there were a dragon you had knight. Six of these guys. Small, exactly. Shoo, 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 shoo. And this thing's got eight javelins in it in one turn. Yeah, that would be good. True. You may only have <laughs> two, but that makes it more useful than just having one. Yep, makes sense. Quadruple your strength score. Zero! <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not quite zero, but four. Well, your strength score, so like, your oh, strength yeah, score. score is like 12? Yeah. Uh, 10? Actually, mine's 13. So 13, so you can throw it 26 feet? Mm-hmm. Or, what, 40, 50-something? Maximum range. Am I doing that right? Yep, 52. Yep. Yeah, 52. 52. Mm-hmm. So, see? Yeah, could be useful. Don't count yourself short. Yep. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Anything else? I think that was, that was, that was it, I think. We got the Paxton's armor, we got the jacks, halberds, juniors, swords, cleaver, javelins. I think that's all. Alright. That's just everything, you guys. Bunch of armor, bunch of weapons, that's it. Just a it. bunch that's of all. magic ass shit, that's it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all we got. Oh come on. I'm joking. So in this bumfuck backwater town? No offense. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but I hate Dornberg now. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been hating this town far longer than you fuckers ever. I hated Dornberg for school, guys. Yeah. Um, could we surmise that Jack found this dragon armor around here? Or no? Like, do we think 
Or did he just have that? It's totally unrelated to the tomb. And there's a dragon knight giant slayer in the tomb. I mean, that is coincidental at a minimum. So. Just something to think about. Yeah, no, that is certainly. I mean, especially two sets of dragon and wyvern kind of armor. That's unusual. Could also just mean someone was looking for that box. Yeah. Could also mean someone was looking for that box. Hmm. For yeah, reasons. Could just be a coincidence. I love lady coincidence. Mm-hmm. Most certainly. I suppose I'll be saying as I'm waking up or for his shift. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was, I was. Yeah, we can do, we can continue these conversations after we RP our sleep. I guess because that's my thought is we're having mm-hmm. these talks in the morning. But. Yeah, that makes sense. Assuming that nothing disturbed us while we we're while I was identifying. Yes. Well. Um, Annie, you are woken up only maybe a couple hours into your um. So actually, I would say, assuming you guys are doing two-hour shifts or so, um, probably right around the time when Norman is jostling um, her awake, excuse me, for, for his shift, you are woken up suddenly by a voice in your head. And it says, uh, you recognize it as Sleria Irtain's aid. From Lady Irtain, Anaxoria, where are you? The, the city is abuzz with rumors, thanks to that bard, Yestil, Yestil Arawak. Did you really survive an attempt by, by Fjarlins? Are you well? Yes, we're doing very well. I, I would respond. We're doing very well. It's correct. We killed one. I doubt she's still dead. But... We'll be back soon, I promise. You have three words left if you want to use them. That was good. I miss you. <laughs> Dang! That was beautiful. <laughs> were you counting as you were saying them? No. Nope. I, I didn't think you were. I could tell. I'm just that good. <laughs> yeah, dang, dude. That was You've good. been struck by. You've been hit by a smooth <laughs> criminal. <laughs> uh, well, you have, you have three words left if you want to use them. I miss you. Dang. Very nice, very nice. You didn't say where you were though, right? Nope. She didn't ask, okay. She asked, but I did not say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Um, as Earth, as you begin your watch and Norwin, you know, settles in to, to a slip. Well, I suppose you guys both would have seen Annie say that i'm under the bed you have to verbally say it so i'm guessing that they 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 just hear me talking under the bed yeah hear you say it (sighs) what miss you too (laughs) writing a new hit song don't worry about it and as i remember i will also set up my pen and paper just in case. Okay. Um, <clears throat> sounds good. About 15 minutes after that, there is a knock on the dome. It's very, very quiet. It's like, 
<laughs> it's me, comes Darth Bellis's voice. Earth, go talk to him. I'm the one who wants to kill him. As I sit up, I will go and allow him in. Can I let him into the dome or do I have to step out the dome? You have to step out of the dome. And then I can't come back in? You can. Oh, okay. I just forget how it works. So, so Earth hesitantly steps Earth out yeah. because he's like, fuck, I gotta sleep out the hallway now. And, he'll, and then he'll step out. The fuck do you want, Darby? Haven't gotten that sleep yet, have we? He hands you a sheet of parchment, much like what he has been writing on. For you. Um, it's your jaw broken? Can you tell me what it says? I could. Are your eyes broken? And he turns and he walks into his, his room and closes the door. Somebody wants his jaw to be broken. <laughs> then I'm going to go. And, uh, as I get ready to go back into the orb, I kind of expect to run into like a glass wall kind of thing. So I... <sighs> And then I'll open up whatever the fuck you just gave me. Uh, it says, Well done. Darbellos informs me that you wasted no time taking out the trash. Most reliable. I have increased your reward by 250 gold for your expediency. Continue this efficiency with Pilgrim's Pass, and there may very well be more work for you in the future. Without the black grip, of course. Signed, Archlector Glockter. Or probably more like Archlector of His August Majesty's Inquisition, Imperator of the Sixth Legion, Glockter. I will, I will read that aloud. Well, never sleep, actually. I won't. Uh, uh... So I'll just leave that till the morning, but I know. Okay. And I'll sit there for watch. He killed my bird, I'll kill him. <laughs> it's just me dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take <all> watches. <laughs> all right. Um, sounds good. Go ahead and make a perception check, Earth. Oh, boy. Strychnine can make one as well. Fourteen. Perception. Sorry. Easier than me looking at my binder real quick. No, you're good. And perception is which one? Intelligence? Wisdom. 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 Okay. Eight. It's good. Or if your watch goes without interest, just you and that 
piece of paper and the 568 voices in your head. Not quite that many, but it seems like the numbers are growing. Anything you want to do during this time? I know that Norman was uh, doing a lot of identifying of like 18 things. So he was pretty busy during his watch. But how about you? A lot to do. Okay. Stay bundled up. Sure. Then you, you go to wake up Annie. Whenever it's done, yeah. Okay. Wake up, wake up Annie. We can just move right on to Annie making your perception check. Strict nine can make an additional one as well. Plus my perception, which doesn't have my charisma modifier with it because Icky's dead. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying that. Oh, well, there we go. Strict nine got 21. <laughs> hey! Hey! Sticky comes through. <laughs> Might pull me out of a sticky situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Stephen. No. I have to make fun no, of I, you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's totally fine. <laughs> Annie, as you are on watch, and Strychnine is, you know, kind of perched on the end of the bed, kind of wings folded over himself, half dozing, half not. You're not really sure if he even sleeps. So maybe he's just pretending. He suddenly kind of sits up straight and then hunches forward and looks around. You can see, like, the like his bony spine kind of like protrudes a bit more and he arches kind of like a cat when, when, when it's frightened will bend in crazy ways he kind of does that does that same thing his feet and his arms both on the on the ball on the end of the bed looking kind of like a feral animal what is it sticky mm -hmm. Something, something close. I think it's, I think it's the, the thing, the thing, the thing. Going to start kicking the bed to wake them up. Well, before you do that, Earth. You dream. And in your dreams, you are standing before the drawbridge to the Baron's estate, just as you were only so many hours ago. You look up and you see Norwin and Annie, illuminated from the back by torchlight, rope around their necks, standing at the parapets. You take a breath in and out. They are pushed off and you hear their necks snap in unison. 
you watch as, as they fly back up, gravity reversed, seeing them dangling upside down, mouths agape and gasping for air, skin turning all sorts of hues of blue. Your perspective flips suddenly, and you see that they are right side up, standing watching you as you are hanging by your neck. Your hands are bound behind your back. You feel the rope hempen, burning and cutting into your skin like an itch that you cannot physically scratch. Both of your comrades smile and nod as they watch you dance upside down in the air. You feel a sudden tug on your legs like a weight that stretches your neck even more taut and another you struggle, but you look down, which is up from your reverse perspective. And you see Norwin and Annie there grabbing onto your legs like a lifeline, scrambling to crawl up your dangling form, the vast night sky far below them or above perspective. They begin to bounce <laughs> and laugh and laugh as they're tugging at you, the rope stretching your neck, you feel vertebrae begin to pop, pop, pop. They're giggling like children as they kill you. With one good yank, you feel a loud pop and you lose all feeling as your body separates from the head. And Annie and Norwin go flying to the starry void, clutching their hands and spinning laughing all the way. Your head falls, falls, and falls the opposite direction and lands in a clinking pile of coins and gems, staring at Jack's head and Jack Jr.'s with his shorn horns and Nikomokaska's and Ashugos and Bragas and Gedgados and one blue furred tabaxi arm where the finger curls in a beckoning fashion and the metal cube that you're in closes. Dark forever and ever and ever. You can hear a rasping breath in your ear. But you cannot, as a head, turn to look. You cannot see. You can only hear the rasping breath. And a breath cold as ice on your cheek. It's right there. It's right there. <clears throat> you snap awake suddenly as Annie kicks the bed. You come to. <gasps> Need you to make a wisdom saving throw at disadvantage.
That'd be an 11. You, your mind is wrapped by these images. But not just that, the feeling it leaves within you, this black worm slithering its way through your heart, digging holes through it. So you look at Annie who kicked the bed. Annie, what do, what do you say? It's close. It's coming. Norman, you are awake as well because she kicked the bed as a whole. Uh, one, 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 sorry, one, one, what's close? Earth, Norwin, as she kicks the bed and your eyes wake, wake up, Earth especially, as you roll over on the ceiling, no more than, ten, no more than eight feet above you right now is a long form seemingly made of pure shadow stuff with arms crossed like this long fingers digging in to what could be shoulders but impossible to, to see like it's almost half in the ceiling half not white almost gauze across the face no eyes maybe a mouth just a diagonal split that's right there, a noseless mutilated face. It's right there, staring down upon you. Norman, you see it as well. And Annie, you seeing them both look up, eyes widen, your eyes go up as well, as do Strychnine's. And you all see this thing in the darkness here. In the, the dome, I should, should say, the very, very apex of it. Just imagine a white gauze across the face and shadow stuff otherwise. And then it goes. <laughs> And it's gone. Oh. Annie, get the get the fragment ready. I reach my hand into my backpack. I shuffle around and pull out the fragment. That might be useful. Uh, okay. Well, any ideas? Nope. Um, okay. I'm going to cast resistance on myself. I guess for the interim. Um, I guess we have to be prepared now. I mean, if it can get in the dome. Yeah. Yeah. How's everybody feeling? Why do you fucking care? Earth. As you turn to Norwin, why do you fucking care? 
Then you turn back to look at Annie. It's right behind her. Now vertical and standing. Do I have a chance to react to that? Yes. What do you do? I'm going to throw a dagger at it. I'm sitting in bed and she's standing at the foot of the bed, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. You throw the dagger at it and it sticks and then just falls. Annie, or Earth, you. Annie, the, the dagger flies. This thing is tall. It f flies, flies over your head. You're not sure what the hell he's doing. And as you turn, you see this tall thing behind you. And the arms come up, and the fingers are long, and the shadowy claws are long. And it tears into you with two strikes. That'll be a 16 and a 29 to hit. And both will hit. The first strike does 67 points of damage. I'm down. The second strike well, already hits. That's two death saving throws. Two death saving throws. Earth, what do you do? Um... I try to. <sighs> well, I guess I'm a little confused when I failed on the wisdom save. Like, I'm still 100% okay. Like, mm -hmm. okay. In that case, I'm going to say. What did the box say again about not trusting what you see? As I go and try to stabilize Annie. He's pregnant. Huh? Because the Me. dagger, I, I threw the dagger and nothing happened. Mm -hmm. Went right through it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm sorry, what did you say, Stephen? I don't know if I can re reply during this, since that's all. You, yeah. you are. You're there, too. I guess oh, I should have had... had had you go technically, but we'll, we'll 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 let Earth go since he was he's in the middle. Yeah, I was like, grab the fragment, use that. Oh yeah, I do. I would do that then. You grab it, you hold it up, and it just beats like a black heart as it crumbles to ash that sifts through your fingers. As the creature looks at you, cocking a head and with one long finger points at you and then looks down and it goes right through Annie's forehead. There's a slight gasp from her. And then it, it's gone. Norman, what do you do? Uh, pop up immediately off the bed, grab my staff, run over to Annie, check her pulse, essentially. I assume she's dead. Mm-hmm. I'm dead. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to close my eyes and uh, just kind of feel around her her face, essentially, trying to just use my hands, my senses of touch to see if I can identify her as herself. If I can, then I'm going to um, use the staff and revivify. Okay. You feel that it's her, or if you watch, like, no, 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 no. What these, you see the whole clearest day in her forehead, blood and her brain matter oozing down her face as Norwin touches the eyes closed, feels, and then taps the staff and <laughs> four um, of the little torms on it illuminate and magic funnels through him into it. The hole does not shrink. Magic expended. Earth, mm -hmm. what do you do? As, as yeah, I'm having a slight panic attack, um, Earth's going to try to catch his breath and think back to what the box said. And is just going to try to calm down, essentially, and not trust anything that he's seeing. Okay. If that does anything, because I don't know what else to do. Can't attack it, can't bring it back from the dead. Norwin's just, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Norman, what's your AC? Uh, without my shield, it would be, let's see, normally 17, so 15. You, as it appears in front of you, more brazen now, his claws in your belly lifts up. No hole appearing in you now, just feel like your soul is being ripped from your body. Take 58 points of necrotic damage okay. as the first one hits. Okay. I'm still up. And that 53 points of damage as the second one hits. Not up. <laughs> In that moment, it turns and looks at you, Earth, as it casually, with one long finger that grows three times its length, slashes across Norman's face twice more and his skull splits open like a fucking orange that's been sliced and falls to pieces. And then you wake up. <gasps> From your first watch. Everything else that we've done since then didn't happen. Which means any HP that you guys took to took off, give back, give back to yourselves now at this point in time. Gotcha. I was like, is there anything else besides this whole horror scene not, that just happened? No, I shouldn't say your first watch. I should say it's Norwin's watch. So okay. like the letter didn't even arrive or anything. No. And is the magic of the staff then expended or no? No. No. Okay. That was all just in my head. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Just wanted to make sure. Norman, hmm? make, a, make a perception check. Okay, perception check. 20, standard five. I'm pretty sure perception is five. No. Okay. And then Earth, as you <clears throat> gasp awake, 
your skin just cold and clammy. Norman, you're in the middle of doing one of your identifying rituals and you turn and look and see your, your friend awakened. And then you see his eyes already wide, widen even more. As Earth, as you look, look up, you see exactly as I had initially described, looking down upon you, directly above your head. Not even above, literally six inches from your face. So Norman, as you turn and look, you see this and you go- oh, I do? Yeah. Okay. You see it. You didn't catch it before because you were so doing your ritual. Yeah. You were constantly just doing ritual, ritual, ritual. Now you, yep. you only hear him go <gasps> and you turn and look and you see this black mass with this white gauze-like face just directly six inches above her. And Earth, as you wake up, you're just like staring this thing dead in the face as it just... Everybody roll initiative. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And it's standard plus three. Oh, look at that. Wow. Zero. That's zero. That's unbelievable. <laughs> but fucking no poetic. Fucking poetic. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, the dice are. They tell a story. I do have inspiration, but I'm not even going to use it because, like, that just feels like it needs to happen. And yeah. I need you, um, actually, so Strychnine um, jumps. Okay, you feel a pinch from, because he can't wake you up with mentally. That's only an icky thing. So you feel a mm -hmm. pinch on your elbow, and you go, ow. Ah, Strych yes. Strychnine is there, and he crawls up on your, on your chest, and his big golden eyes are looking at you, and he's shaking. You feel him quivering. He, he just says to you, it's here. What do you do? You're you're under the bed right now. Yep. So I would slide to move out from underneath the bed while okay. reaching in to find the Elder Starlight fragment. Okay. You um, make a dexterity check. Plus, plus zero? Oh, wait, no. That's plus three. three deaths, Sorry. Right? Eleven. So you do. You grab it. You barely, you, you almost didn't, but your bag's on there, and you reach in, and your finger touches the smooth surface, and you pull it out, and you come, and you see directly above Earth exactly as I described this figure. And you have no concept of this, this dream. Everything I just described previously does not exist to you. Only Earth. Mm -hmm. And I would blast out with that because I don't trust anything that can get in my dome. All right. What's the what's the save? It is con save, I think. Yes. DC sixteen. All right. Con go ahead. Save. Go ahead and roll your damage. So it takes half as much and is not blinded. Correct. 
and, and you, both heal of my friends heal. Yeah. And you. And me. So everybody heal 13 except for Earth. You only heal six. I already, I already, yep, got it, got it, got it. Okay, Earth. okay, okay. I took seven. Should it only be six? Uh, yes, it should be six. Okay. As Annie comes, comes forward and holds it up, <sighs> the entire room is illuminated in this bright light that almost, almost b blinds you guys, if not for Fred, it's magical effect. And this creature, who I believe is next in the initiative order, yes, goes, <laughs> and then, <laughs> Disappears. That's it. What the hell? I think we've got a friend. Going to have just hold a produce flame in case it comes back to <laughs> do something with light. I am going to relay my nightmare to them before I woke up with that thing in my face. It gave me a hellish scene of busting in here and oh, I don't even know what's real. It felt so real, and then I'll tell them yada 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 what happened. Okay, well now we're in a situation where any one of us could be dreaming. Except none of us are dead this time. None of us are dead this time, for now. Whew. Remember what the box said? Um, let me think. Let me see. Uh, it was something like... Do not heed the whispers, do not believe the dreams, do not lose yourself, nothing is as it seems. Cast away your wickedness, atone for all your sin, manifest the devil, and seal yourself with him. Okay. So, and I will point out, I don't know if it's an important detail, but in the dream, nothing that we did stopped anything. Like, I'll, I will bring that up that it felt like... You know, like Norman's healing magic didn't work, and my weapons went right through it. But like, yeah, yada yada yada. So, even the, even the fragment of the, of all the starlight became ash in your hands, whereas mm -hmm. here it yes. seemed to actually work. And this thing, I'm not sure if you guys can hear it because I know that the um, zoom will like scale down by screen, but that was a pretty loud yeah. screech. Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, you you hear a rapid. Hello, what's going on there? From um, Darb Bellows from outside the, the dome. Actually, he's knocking on the on the wall dome, and the part of it's going into his. his... Mm hmm. So, well, Darby, we've got a friend, though we're not sure what it is, and it's not here at the moment. Essentially, we've got a shade or a shadow or something of nightmares that can pop in and out of the ethereal plane, is my guess, that can manipulate your mind and cause you to see hallucinations and fear. I'm coming over. Yeah. 
If can I can anyway, I will let the dome go down. Says we'll put it back up as soon as we won't matter. Well things can't travel through the ethereal plane through the barrier though. It did. Oh it did. It was in the dome with us. So if it can't travel through, then it came in with one of us. If it can't travel through, which my understanding is it cannot, that means that it's here right now. Well, if something's, in the, if something's in the dome, it can, it can still leave if it was in the dome when it was created, right? Yes, and come back in. So Your point, Annie, is for it to get in here, it originally would have had to been in the dome when you formed it. Mm-hmm. Right. So following us. But Strychnine did not feel anything before, which makes me wonder if it's attached to one of us and came out. Earth. It might. I mean, it certainly was hovering above Earth. This is the one with this, the super kind nightmares. That's also true. But if it is in the border ethereal, it could literally be standing in between us right now. We would have no idea. Standing, floating, whatever. Jesus, Darby, I can already smell the shit in your trousers. Wow. You're the one that woke me up, and you don't look much better. Indeed, your skin is very, very glistening with, with sweat and being goosebumps on, on your arm, you know. You're like, go down, goosebumps. <laughs> like, there, go away. Very, there. Dombellos, do you have any light magic? Things that create a, a bright source of light. Best, best I have is this, and he touches the, the bedpost and casts the light cantrip. Yeah, same. I don't think a cantrip's going to cut it. Entity made of shadow and darkness. What about our lantern of revealing? Does that reveal for invisible things, or can that can that protrude into the ethereal? I don't remember. Does anybody have the notes we took on it? I I have the bloody lantern on my hip or in my pack. So either way, we can light it and find out. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I was talking about. They have the sheet part. <laughs> I have the actual sheet, yeah. Yeah. I will find it while well, we keep speculating wildly. Mm-hmm. And I assume you, do you, I should have asked if you had anything about Ilk and Azoria, light magic. Okay. Just my light cantrip, that's all. Nothing to see, truly. It says <laughs> invisible creatures. So it doesn't say anything about seeing through planes and whatnot. Doesn't hurt to light it. You have to strike. I mean, I'm already holding a flame, so I'll just like push it to it. Lights, and you op- open up the thing so it illuminates a bit more, and you hold it up. You don't see anything. Do you feel anything, Strychnine? Then he goes invisible, which is funny because you can actually see him still, <laughs> given given the little lantern right now. He looks it's at tricky. himself. <laughs> he he doesn't feel anything either. Do you have experience with the ethereal plane, uh, Strychnine? Mm-mm. 
Nothing, Sean. What about you, Inquisitor? Are you privy to the magics of the ethereal? I'm familiar with the ethereal plane from a <clears throat> academic standpoint. I don't have any spellcraft that lets me see into it, but I feel like I'm a bit behind now. Explain to me exactly what is going on. There's some details that weren't delayed clearly. And we can say for a second time that you, because initially you were keeping this from him. That's why he did, did, didn't know. Mm. So you can decide if you want to tell him or how much you want to tell him or what you don't want to tell him. Or... I thought we did say, careful, we think we might have let something out. Keep an eye out for anything suspicious above. We did say that, yes. But, so. Definitely did, yes. But as far as like the, um, when Norwin read the box and stuff, he said oh, okay. how do you guys. Got mm-hmm. you, got you, got you. Got yes, you. I did. I believe yeah. the exact words were, so we have some secrets from Dark Fellows. Yeah, might need to let him know on this. I'd be okay telling him everything about this. Yeah, I think you would. Fortunately, though, I think this is, if this thing is as dangerous as it seems, it might say about next. Go ahead, save your next. Tell him what you got to tell him. Oh, yeah, when we were down below, I'll tell basically everything about that, that excursion. Maybe not like what specifically opened the box, but the fact that, you know, we read it and then it just like cracked and opened. And then, you know, that thing left. Okay. At the summation of your story, he just kind of goes from mercenaries to at the real monstrosities. Wonderful. Yes, so it seems. Let me com- communicate this with the Ashlechter. By by the way, I was I wasn't going to wake you up for for it, but there is a letter f- f- from him, and he hands it to you, Earth. And I will gingerly take it. It's exactly what I said it was before. I've already read this. I'll toss it to someone else. I'll take a look at it and read through it. I assume it says what it, he, he said it said. Yeah, exactly. Basically, good job. I've given you more money. Maybe, maybe there will be more work for you in the future without the black grip. Darbella uh, said, maybe I should stay in here with you all then. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You say you've read this before, Raphael? In the dream, remember? Yes. Toby, when did this come in? Not, not that long ago, maybe 25 minutes or so, 20 minutes. Uh, I wonder if this thing has some sort of foresight or if we're if we need a kick if we're in the dream (laughs) or if it can predict what's going to happen did you come over here you you didn't come over here until just now right right okay just because i heard all that 
That's the thing about mind games like this, though. It's hard to tell what's real. Well, okay. Let me go, go, go grab a blanket and my things. Anaxoria, perhaps, perhaps you can set the dome with me in it. Yes. And I will write a, another note to the Archlector as soon as possible. Right. Where's the paladin when you need one? <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. That should uh, be their motto. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, I'm going to, while Annie's doing that, uh, going to cast uh, Detect Magic. Well, she's putting up the dome. As a ritual? Yeah, as a ritual. That's the only way. Like, well, yeah, for my book. Besides the unbelievable amount of magic array that you guys have mm -hmm. on your persons and the spoils that you now have from that, you don't, you look in the air for any sort of magical shimmers or essences mm -hmm. or big scary creatures and you don't see anything of the sort. Do a just strychnine ping from a detect magic at all. Um, while he's invisible, yes. Mm -hmm. But when he goes back normal, no. Okay, didn't think well, so. But he is technically fine familiar. Yeah, because she's yeah, so he cool from probably dimension would. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I don't think a normal, a normal would. would. Yeah. I don't think all creatures that might have magic in them would ping. Oh yeah, because otherwise I'd light up too. But I think because he is a fine familiar spell, I think he, mm -hmm. he actually would would ping. Okay. Here, I just looked it up. They are not detectable with detect magic. Detect magic can only detect creatures, even highly magical creatures such as outsiders and elementals, if they are the result of an ongoing spell such as summon monster. Uh. A creature type detects is magical in itself, not even undead. Specifically, the spell has listings for magic items and for spells, nothing else. Right, that makes sense. So I could really only get a ping if it used a spell. Mm -hmm. That's that's why I thought if he goes invisible, that's not really a spell either. So no, actually, probably Strychnine just wouldn't ping. Mm -hmm. And I see your point with the other thing, ping. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's curious. But you know, it might be able to tell if it if it is able to cast spells, and if it does cast a spell. And about only an hour has passed since you guys initially went to go rest. Uh, I don't know what to do in this instance. Maybe there's nothing we can do but go back to bed. I know that stinks, but if it's out of our control, it's out of our control. It's true. I just don't know if we can drive it off again with, since we've used the fragment. Then we fight it. Maybe this isn't, well. Yeah. I was thinking maybe this is an instance where we want to sleep within an hour using catnap, but if we're awoken from that, then we've wasted it. Yeah. We still have the jar, too, which you, you can't be woken from, but you get the short rest. Then you might be trapped in your nightmares. <laughs> Just like any sweet old night. Right, <laughs> Anaxoria? 
Oh, yes. Hmm. Until right, we die. We didn't saw yeah, we didn't solve the dream dread, did we? So we I thought there was some kerfuffle about doing something like that at one point. What? I thought we had talked about selling the dream dread at one point and I wasn't sure if we actually had followed through with that or not. Oh, did we sell that? I don't have it. Do you have it in your in, in your stuff? Know, so much stuff. Is it, I'm thinking like when we sold the hammer. I wasn't I, I, I vaguely remember that coming up as an item. I don't think I, so. Ooh, I, I vaguely remember that too. Yeah, I don't know if we actually followed through with that though. I think we we're just throwing out things that we had on our person. I don't think I've got the dream jar in my stuff. Josh, do you remember? I, I don't think you guys sold it. I don't think we did either. I think one of you Next has it, but you have a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. My I didn't, so, uh, so I, less, less stuff, you know. Yeah. We can check that out sure. afterwards. We can take, take, take a look. I, I don't remember you guys selling it. I don't even know the hell I price of that. <laughs> he did try and sell it. So Yeah, I think that, that makes sense. I just remember that, and I was like, wait a minute, did we actually... So given the, you know, going remote and all that stuff and things getting mm -hmm. shuffled around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or, you know, here's an idea and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take another 10 minutes and cast Rary's telepathic bond when Darbellus comes back and link us all. Okay. So okay. You're, linked, you're in a dome. Okay, so now we're linked. And I'll say then in our minds, let's establish something right now that we can say to each other that will prove that we are awake. And so that if we're in a dream and we say a, a trigger word and we don't hear it back, we know that we're asleep. Should it be something we would never say, usually? Probably something we, should, we wouldn't say normally. The Inquisition does a good job. <laughs> That's fair. thinking Eskel eats hair pie and then the other person replies, but only on the holy days. <laughs> I like that. I Eskel like eats that. hair pie, but only on the holy days. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Eskel eats hair pie, uh -huh. but only on the holy days. It's when we need a paladin, I figured I should drag him through the mud right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. He'll save us one way or another. Uh, uh, Got that down for everyone because that's yep. a good one. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you guys want to do? Thanks. So. I will yeah. sleep on top of the bed with everyone else. Okay. Everybody stay close and stay alert as much as you can. People who are on watch, stay alert. I guess that's me at the moment. You all go back to bed. <laughs> the Bellows offers to, to take a watch as well. So you, you can do two, 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 which, which is nice. So Okay. Sounds good. For the sake of the end of the night, um, no more shenanigans take place. However, yep. Earth. 
Oof. You take 12 psychic damage. And every time that you close your eyes, it's not perpetual. It's just the memory of that dream. You do not gain any benefits of this rest. The rest, the rest of you are fine. You sleep as soundly as you, you can. You keep thinking, or if, even when, when you're going to watch, there's something in the corner that it's going to reappear. You're trying to calm yourself using those tools that you have learned. The fact that he is, Gumash is just under the surface means you can't even get peace. But in the nightmare, just the time you close your eyes, you can see it again and again and again, and you just, you just can't find rest. So you don't gain exhaustion because you do sleep. It's just not restful enough for you to gain any benefits. So no hit die or anything of the sort like that. All right. Rest of you can can go ahead and get back. We'll, we'll let you get back on a short rest and roll your um, HP as we wish, and we'll reconvene. A, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk on Slack. I assume next Monday, but if we want to do it more often, while we're, we're all quarantined i'm open but we'll see you wake up in the morning and this session never happens <laughs> <laughs> it was a good session until i had to be a big downer poopy pants on the end but <laughs> no we're not dead at the moment yep wait for it that at we least, know at least we're not taking a three a three week break now there we go all right so no, that sounds good all right talk to you later we'll chat online bye bye Bye. 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 <laughs>